This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with Jim and Tom. And Tom, this is our Disney Bracket episode because we are talking two of their their stalwarts, right? We got yeah. Marvel with WandaVision. I feel like the next four more weeks, we're going to have a WandaVision episode. During our last episode on Cobra Kai, I titled it Cobra Kai with a bonus WandaVision. <laughs> This is the same because WandaVision number one show in every household in America, it seems like. Yeah. And we're we're also going to talk about a Pixar movie, which we really haven't talked to Pixar movie in what seems to be forever. No. We're gonna we're gonna be talking Soul, the latest one that came out on Christmas. Two vacations between the two of us. We haven't gotten to talk about it, so we finally get to talk about it a month after it's out, so yeah. by this time everybody's seen it. Spoiler alerts from here on out because we're going to spoil a TV show and a movie. But before we get into that, there's a, we're recording early today because the big game, football's big game, I'm not allowed to say the name because we'll get fined. <laughs> it's, it's on tonight, the big game. What are, what's your predictions for tonight's game? I want to see – I've seen a couple people saying, you know, because of the line, uh, Tampa by double digits. But okay. I just don't see that happening. I'm not even sure I see them winning. You know, they they squeaked by they squeaked by Green Bay on a coach a bad coaching, you know, choice. So, I don't know. I think uh I'd like to see look, I said this to somebody 20 minutes before the news that Brett Reed had a, you know, a, a car accident and potentially, you know, put kids in the hospital because he was drunk. But I hated Andy Reid's last, like, one or two years in Philly. But I like what he's done over in KC. So yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him become a juggernaut, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm torn, man. I hate Tom Brady. Like, I hate him. Yeah, I so. appreciate his game. I'm getting a little tired of the Patrick Mahomes commercials. <laughs> but I, I think that he is, like has the potential to be the greatest quarterback of all time just where he stands yeah but then there's the the philly aspect of everything right yeah. you got andy reed he's he was our coach went through some stuff at the end and he's won one already but then you have little sean mccoy on the other side who hasn't won a ring yet he's yeah. a bench player i think on tampa right now not really doing anything because they have 95 running backs but yeah and and we kind of we shit on him here he he, he could have been so much better Somewhere else, so and McCoy. I wish he would have stayed on. I wish he would have been on the Chiefs, but I'm going with the Chiefs this uh, this big game Sunday because uh, I hate Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady too, but he's just so you know he takes advantage of everything you give him, yeah. and he might be the best at ever doing that. Like I don't know if I hate Tom Brady or if I hate Gronk more. Oh, I hate Gronk more. Yeah, I don't think I Gronk's. Don't, I don't like him. I don't think Gronk's as good as. I don't know. Well, when a list of greatest uh, tight ends comes up, I don't know if I'd ever put him up on the top ten. You know. No, no, I don't even think he was the best on his Super Bowl winning team no. when uh, Aaron Hernandez was on there. Hot take. Yeah. But well. you know, he was killing it on and off the field. <laughs> 
I don't know. That's that's our that's the active part of Active Geek Productions right there. We finally get to talk some sports that isn't wrestling. Yeah. So that that felt good. Let's uh let's dive into Wandavision. <laughs> the episode was uh, called on a very special episode. Again, spoiler alert to follow. We are like in the thick of it, like yeah. directly in the thick of everything. I've talked about this in nauseum. I've talked about it with Chuck. I talked about it with my buddy Dion, but I really haven't had a chance to talk about it with you besides a few texts. I want to hear your thoughts. What did you think of this episode? You know, this is, uh, we kind of predicted things were going to start crumbling, and this is, uh, and that's, you know, how it is in the, the comic books. Things start to crumble, and she has a hard time keeping it all together. What I was surprised about, you know, besides the end cameo, but I wasn't as surprised about that, even though. I, I got it spoiled for me. I still kind of knew that was coming. Yeah, that sucks. But I was kind of surprised that she came out of the universe or came out of her her self-created, you know, um, and said, look, leave me alone, you know. Because I, you know, this whole time I wasn't sure if, if she was in 100% control. You know, I always thought it was her doing everything, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure she was in control of of herself like i thought she had a breakdown so this seems like she has a lot yeah. more control and a lot more well ability they you know they talk about like how many, how much ability she has to do this and this guy i think goes way beyond her the reality stone and all that stuff and and i know they're trying to like pitch it as that's where she got the power from but it's, it looks like it goes past all that yeah i think the the reality stone no, it wasn't Reality Stone. It was the Mind Stone, right? Yeah, Mind Stone. Sorry. The, I think the Mind Stone just awoke in her powers. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And at first, like, I, I still kind of, like, juggle between the is she in control or is she not in control? Because I think that when the veil's pulled off of Westview, we're going to get a gruesome, heartbreaking picture. Because yeah. we see the footage of Wanda going into Sword and stealing Vision's body despite mm-hmm. the android having a living will, right? That was a, su- supposedly the deleted scene from end cre- or not a deleted scene, the end credit scene from Endgame. Okay. So that kind of explains everything. But we've been led on to believe that multiple over multiple days that she's progressing through decades, right? We're in 40 decades right now, 30 mm-hmm. decades, about to enter yeah. our 40th. She hasn't changed her clothes. You know what I mean? So yeah. in that time, she's coming out in her gear, I think that what she's just coddling a husk. You know, for us, it seems time is progressing, but in days and 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 potentially weeks on the the show within the uh, show uh, behind the veil. But um, it, in you know the reality is, and this is why it was nice to get the the, the little what we're getting now is the behind the scenes from the the tent and seeing what uh what's going on. Is in reality, it's only been a few days. Yeah. Um, so we are. It seems like we are. Uh, uh, a couple days after the events of Endgame. Okay. Right. Monica just reblipped right in episode three or episode yeah. four, and that was right when Tony made the snap. Right. So. She re-blip, goes right to Westview. So, yeah, this is two or three days after. Wanda comes back, goes, steals his body. Nine days later, she's in, yeah, creates Westview. 
Yeah. Um, but still in the same clothes, though. Like, I feel like yeah. the veil's going to drop, and she's, like, coddling and dancing around with, like, the husk of vision. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be dark. I think there's yeah. something... I, I At least I hope it, it gets kind of to that dark. I mean, it kind of should be. Yeah, definitely should be. Yeah. But you see her losing control of everybody else and, you know, Vision realizing it. Which I, is, I find that interesting because if she's creating Vision and, and she's a puppeteering Vision, how is he able to... Like, everybody else is a real person. Yeah, Vision's how is he able dead, to recognize things? Yeah, Vision's a dead, soulless husk. Like, just reanimating, does she give him life and conscious? Like, yeah. what what is going on there? Well, there was, wasn't in Avengers Disassembled or, like, West Coast Avengers where they, she brings Vision back. And he's, yeah. like, all white or all gold. And they inject, not inject, but they transplant Wonder Man's conscious into Vision's body. Maybe that's yeah. what we're seeing with, like, we saw Grim Reaper's helmet in the animation part, yeah. and they're brothers, so maybe there's that aspect. Yeah, and and um, I saw people, some people, thinking that we're gonna that who we saw at the end is actually Wonder Wonder Man. Okay. Oh, see, I haven't seen. I didn't think that. I think he's Mephisto. I still think he's alternate universe. Yeah. Wonder Man actually makes good sense though, because yeah. he was an actor. Yeah. And. This is a show, so you bring on the actor into mm-hmm. a new role. Because I don't think it's Quicksilver, because he's like... Well, I don't think it's Pietro from this universe. We all know that, right? He doesn't have a Sokovian accent, mm-hmm. and he's this bad boy. And, like, he's <laughs> he's the he's the Fonz, like, who just got a little more yeah. of an edge. I just... I don't like... I didn't like him. And he's like, who's this guy? And, like, oh, well, you know who Vision is. That's her husband. Like, he's an Avenger. Well, that's why I think he's alternate universe. Okay. Did you did you get a little worried or like did did you think it was Magneto for a second, even though you got spoiled like when you um, see the back of his head, the gray hair? Yeah, I because I that is my original prediction is that somewhere we get a who their real parents are, and you know I still think Magneto is going to show up. Yeah, and maybe force her out of this delusion or whatever, and I don't know. Um, yeah, I. I kind of knew who I I I think we all kind of guessed ahead of time because you know pre spoilers even before the show comes out people talk a lot about what people think is happening yeah and 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 Evan Peters was talked about a lot so um, I thought he was gonna be the aged up version of Speed yeah and I thought that would have been cool but I like I mean I like what they did like it was that moment where like you're like finally here we go pietro but she doesn't know who that is so yeah. is she 100 percent in control brings me back to the director producer yeah. kind of vibe i still think well mephisto. when you said it's mephisto or my only question about that is why, why is he using that face that's true it seems too big to be a red like a bread herring like yeah for it to not to go anywhere for just to be a, a cameo um and everything is kind of meant something Whereas, you know, something this big should mean something in the yeah, end. absolutely. So if it's Mephisto, even if it is, and, I, you know, that could be too, or, or Wonder Man or anybody, is why are they using, uh, why are they using a Quicksilver face from another? Yeah. I think that's just for the fans. It might be. Yeah, maybe. 
Or yeah, yeah, maybe they just got the got him in there as an actor. And I keep, I keep thinking with Mephisto, like there's three people who could be Mephisto: Evan Peters, Dottie, who mysteriously was absent in this episode. Right. The mailman who returned from episode one gets more screen time, right? Yeah. Sparky gets more screen time than the one who we're <laughs> supposed to believe is super important. And then there's Ralph, another name that's been kind of brought up, right, multiple times from Agnes. And if Agnes is at the hand of Mephisto, like a double agent at this point, that line where she's like spraying lavender over the boys and says even Ralph can't tame this tiger and like she's like doing like a weird little twerk (laughs) what if that's a nod that Ralph is actually Mephisto and cannot control Agatha yeah maybe yeah I I noticed it about it this week again is like it's perfectly like crafted the music tells you when you should pay attention Mm -hmm. um, when the scene's about the chains or they give when somebody says something that's important they just have this like little pause before they move on to the next thing. Like they want you to grasp like these small little things here and there and try to put it all together. I think I think they're doing a lot of fan service in, in doing that and like we'll give you just a tiny bit and you know and and it's been fun trying to like figure all this out. Like we have no idea now. No, absolutely I mean, and not. it's an ever evolving theory, but it's just been a theory and We've gotten some stuff right, and they've based some of it off the comics, and they kind of went in a different direction with a lot of other stuff. Well, this whole TV show is in a whole different direction, so yeah. it's just been really hard to figure out what's going on and what happens. So, yeah, I was um, I was telling you off air that I've been cleaning up the studio, right? And I was sorting out my comics who were in like small boxes, and I put them in big boxes, and I found two Wanda or two Scarlet Witch and Vision issues like from the, <laughs> the 80s and i was like oh yeah. this is awesome so like they'll, they'll go up on instagram but i i was talking to my buddy and he said that he doesn't think mephisto is going to show up in this and it's just a tease a long game for him to be the villain in doctor yeah. strange and i would i would not be mad about that no what, what I, that, and that's the thing is i wouldn't be mad about that either i wouldn't be mad about anything i would like to see some type of res- resolution to having a bad guy and i you know, I, I think the swerve is they're pitching Wanda as the bad guy. Yeah. I think something's going to, and you see Monica come to her defense, which I like, is like, hey, no, it's, and and we got to talk about Monica in a minute. Yeah, but, she doesn't, she hates Carol. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. I think it's got to do with her mom. Yeah. Like, her wasn't mom, there to save yeah, her going, from cancer. Yeah. Going off on a wild goose chase. And we get glimpses, like, um, when she gets the MRI and the, the pictures don't show up. Now, okay. Do you think we're, she already has powers or we're seeing the birth of Monica becoming Pulsar, Photon, Spectrum, whoever they want to call her? I don't know because I'm trying to figure that out. Because they ask her, how did you survive? And yeah. She's like, oh, she protected me. But that makes me think that, I don't know, that seems suspicious and sneaky. Yeah. So I'm thinking, no, it's not. I think she has some type of powers, or she is like in the early stages of discovering them, um, or she came back with power. I don't know. That's you remember my theory. We've been talking about it since yeah. Infinity War that whoever comes back from the blip is going. This could be the way to bring in X Men. Yeah. So I think 
Monica, if she came back from the blip with powers, that there's my theory, right? It would be more solid if Ned comes back in Spider-Man 3, comes back as Hobgoblin, as he's rumored to do, and he has those abilities after the blip, too, because he was yeah. blipped. Maybe that's why he lost all that weight. It was yeah. like, hey, man. And he becomes Hobgoblin in the in the comics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's going to be a tough one to figure out. Yeah. Um, I'm heard... glad that we get some stuff right, but I'm, all, I'm also glad that this is so different and unique that we can't figure it out at yeah. all. Yeah, me too. So. I heard that there's a potential secret episode that they're working on. Like there's a secret 10th episode after this is done. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so, a, uh, I would say made for TV movie, but we're already on TV. But uh, yeah. maybe like a bridge to Doctor Strange, like it comes yeah. out right before Doctor Strange, like in previously on WandaVision, but before Doctor Strange Madness, like maybe that. Doctor Strange casting and and story is getting crazier and crazier yeah. as time goes along because wh- who and 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 for that matter, so is Thor. Like yeah. that's getting crazier and crazier. I don't know what's going to happen with all this. So. Yeah, James Gunn's working on Thor now. He's in Australia. Doctor yeah. Strange has Miss America coming to her coming to the the movie <laughs> now. So there's so much going on. Who do you think? Like first reaction when she said, "I know an aerospace engineer." Who did you think? I wasn't sure. I I, I thought Reed Richards. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a good time for that, but I I kind of thought they were trying to like save him for a bigger moment. Yeah. Um, could it be do you think it could be Riri Williams since she was already casted? She's getting a show. Yeah. And they're really pushing this young Avengers um it seems motive like it anyway. Agenda or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else could we who else do we know or who else, you know, in in comic book lore could be a um aerospace engineer. On our Wanda watch, I went over, so I researched engineers, right? And I picked like four that I thought could be, even if they weren't like aerospace engineers, there's Reed Richards. Hmm. There was um, the Blue Marvel, who is um, in the comics, is part of Sword with Monica. So that could be it. Then there's obviously Riri, but then I thought of um, Amadeus Cho. Oh, yeah. So we maybe get another Hulk, which could set up Agents of Atlas with Jimmy Woo, which I would love to see. And then um, uh, Magneto, yeah. who was who was an engineer in the comics as well. Yeah. Oof. Ooh, that would uh, it'd be a great way to bring Magneto in. Yeah. Um, but how do we know? Like, how does Monica? There's a lot with Monica or, that, like, I mean, drove me crazy. Hank McCoy is an engineer. Yeah. And Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom forge um yeah. anybody know, from anybody from fox like yeah i mean literally anybody from fox yeah I, well hank mccoy helped design the um the x the x jet or whatever they the call black it, uh, uh black beauty yeah so he could be the guy that yeah hank i don't McCoy, think that would be a great introduce one. um x-men through hank mccoy but uh, that's so good that's that yeah. could be great though yeah. that could be really good I don't know, man. Don't, this was a this was a tough episode. Like it was really a tough nut to crack. Yeah, I was trying to like, and I watched him. You know, I I try to watch him twice, and I I didn't get a chance with this one, but I didn't need to. I was like, oh, this is too much. Like, yeah. sure, there's Easter eggs and there's all the the normal stuff, but there's just too much going on to try to figure out 
and they didn't give, you know, I don't think they gave us enough to figure out what the next step is. I do like how she's cracking, like she can't yeah. control vision. And that, like I said, that brings up a lot of questions for me is, is she like powerful enough to give vision conscious? So Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely a lot. And like the commercials, we've always talked about the commercials. While I was watching, rewatching the series, I thought that the commercials were all ties to the stones. Oh, because you got the power, power with the toaster. Yeah. Um, you have the watch. Obviously, would be time. The soap was in the cube shape, so there's your cosmic yeah. cube, right? And now this Lagos one, she's cleaning up a bunch of red liquid, right? That's the right. ether with reality. So it leaves two left, and that's mind and soul. One of which tied to our boy Vision, and the second one you have to kill somebody for. So yeah. Someone's going to die. And it could be those boys because, you know, they were fragments. Vision's already dead. Yeah. Could be Dottie. Maybe they killed Dottie. I don't know. Or Norm. Maybe they killed Norm. <laughs> Norm just wants to get back to his sister. This yeah, was a this Him was a breaking good one. down Norm was pretty cool. I, I didn't expect that. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot. And the one thing that kind of got to me was how does Monica know everything about Endgame? And she literally just came back, and she's like, she's watched the tape. She's LeBron, and she's scouting her, her yeah. opponent. <laughs> and, but uh, maybe that's just a little nod to get, kind of push the anti-Carol. Yeah, kind of five. Yeah, maybe. maybe Monica hates Carol's haircuts. She's had five since the first movie. <laughs> Monica's looking pretty on point. She just has to put on a costume. And she yeah. knows, she's going to look great as whatever they, they decide to go with for her. You yeah. Know. I, I love that casting of Tiana Parrish. I think that yeah. was uh, that yeah. was really good. That was very, very good. And I think that she's a well-versed actress and capable actress to kind of lead that that next rush. She could be the TV version of Nick Fury and then right. go into the movies. I think that she would be fantastic. Do you give this one a five? Yeah. Yeah, it was – I mean, even – it was it, – they continuously, and I, from the people I've talked to, this is the one that the the masses kind of sunk their teeth into. Yeah, like um, we've said from the beginning, it's kind of been like fan service for people that are in the know. But this is the one that's kind of like a lot of people that don't watch comics or or you know consume comics like we do was like, wow, this is really good. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's weird. I was on Instagram and I saw I follow a comic book shop in northern Jersey. He's got like five or six shops in northern Jersey. And he posted like, never thought I was going to watch WandaVision. I was like, hold up. You never thought you were going to watch WandaVision. You own a yeah. comic book shop. And he's like, well, spoiler alert, I'm really into it. And I was like, well, no shit. <laughs> so is the world. You're a little late, bud. But yeah. it is what it is. Five from me, five from you. Yeah. Let's uh let's get into Pixar. Let's talk a little bit about Soul, a movie that has a ton of soul. Like this yeah. is this is a movie that again, spoiler alert, <laughs> I was I was excited to see. I wanted to see it in theaters. I liked the casting of Jamie Foxx. I liked the casting of Tina Fey, and I thought I was wondering what they could do, but w- we haven't talked about Pixar in a very long time. So, we should break down our feelings on Pixar. Yeah. I'm a huge Pixar fan. Like I love um, everything that they do. Yeah, uh, not a hundred percent everything. Um, there's some stuff that, like, I think we'll both say that Cars isn't our favorite. 
Yeah, you. I forgot. Yeah, I hate cars. <laughs> um, and I know Pace is going to yeah. get on me, but I hate cars. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 cars is fine, uh, for whatever. But, um, I like, they do these movies so good. Like, and, and, uh, when they, they allow their team to get into a, um, a little bit deeper, like up mm-hmm. and, and this and, and even, um, inside out. Inside Out, Onward was really yep. good. A if lot of people don't them, like Onward. I'm a little frustrated with that. I Loved really liked Onward. it. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked the the magic is lost and everything, but um, I um, I think they could do a lot of great stuff with uh, like uh, deeper subjects and and more thought provoking than just an animated movie for kids and. Um, yeah, I think this is another really good one. This one is is a lot deeper than a lot of stuff we've seen. So. Yeah, yeah. This um, if I were to rank my top three, it would probably be Toy Story, Up, and Inside Out. Inside Out, just because of the field that I've spent all my life working in. Yeah, there's a trend between those three. They were either written or directed by Peter Doctor. Yeah, and Peter Doctor directed this. And he, well, he co-directed this. He uh, he wrote and directed Soul, and he co-directed it with Kemp Powers, who's also worked on okay. Star Trek Discovery, which we both love. So yeah. I knew going into it, if it's Peter Doctor's name, I'm going to love it because he's hit a home run every time I've watched right. it. Seems like and, it, yeah. Yeah, and this one is like, I know we're going to review it, but this one's knocking on my top four, top three's door. <laughs> like this yeah. was so good. This was. Yeah. Uh, you know, the trip from the trailer. You know, you 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 see that it's, it's definitely got more heart than a lot of the kids kids animated style movies that we're seeing. Yeah. Right? They had the toy grabs with like, um, what Graham Norton's character Moonwing or Moonwind. They had all the little fun yeah. like, they look like just little plushy sold, stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. The Funko Pop sold out like all that stuff. They had a ton of it. You throw in a cool little cat that then turns into a soul of a cat, and I've got my wife's attention. So I knew that this was something that was going to be up my alley. I just didn't know how hard this was going to hit when yeah. I watched it. And I think it was just because of the year that we lived through. And then for me more personally, I started – I watched this. It came out on Christmas. I got laid off two days before Christmas. Yeah. And I was in – you know. The first time I got laid off, I got super depressed. I just didn't do anything. I isolated. I stopped doing anything that I had passion with. Then I got my job back, and I was like, oh, this is great. Even though I hate my job, I got it back because I had more purpose, right? Yeah. Then I got laid off again, and I watched this movie, and I was came out of it, and I was like, this is a sign. Like, I don't get signs from movies, especially, like, Disney movies and Pixar movies. But this one was totally was a sign because I was like, you got to find what you're passionate about. You just can't. Yeah sulk and kind of uh can't be like wanda and create your own narrative you just have to go out there and find what you want and find what makes you happy regardless of what's yeah Yeah. regardless of the circumstances so what did you think of of soul and then you know yeah i'm i'm a this is one of the better ones and uh i don't know i'll say the kids liked it um a lot or binks liked it a lot and um, we had a good time watching it. I don't think it speaks to the toy market like a lot of 
other stuff. I mean, it's it, it, maybe a cat and then the little things, uh, the souls or yeah. whatever. Um, but it is a really, and, and finding out that, uh, what's his name, wrote the, um, it's all kind of mixed in uh, with all the other ones that have, that de- delve into some deeper, like, adult topics is, is kind of, uh, makes sense to me. Yeah. This was really good. And it was, it was sad and like Up was. It had some sad moments and, and hit you really fast with, with the sadness and then you kind of, like, come back from it. Um, and, and kind of, like, go on a journey with them. And, and, and it has a lot of that up vibe from... Yeah just enjoying like two people that shouldn't be friends or don't you know finding you know friendship and doing things so it, it was uh yeah it was really good it was a real fun watch and it was sad and like anxious at sometimes and, and oh, yeah. i guess it's a good thing it's supposed to make you feel that way yeah it from the jump like i was 100 percent rooting for joe yeah you know the the inf, the inf introduce uh the introduction of jazz to the pixar universe was great i thought i loved the the musical vibe i loved the soundtrack i loved like the score everything about that i liked and then you get like the the stuff that we really break like we love in in movies and tv shows you get like the buddy cop stuff between like that adventure between joe and 22 you get body swapping between joe and 22 which i didn't see that one coming when like joe turned into the cat no, no. Um, I think that that was the best part. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, and then it kind of becoming a caper, sort of, uh, mm-hmm. yep. with 22 trying to find herself and thinking she did. Yeah, uh, it, it was a, a, a freaky Friday that you didn't know you wanted. Um, yeah. It was pretty yeah. good. And it also had, like, three three acts, right? And yeah. they were distinct. You had Joe rooting for Joe you, he gets his job of his dreams. He's about to like he's getting a suit. He's telling his mom that he's a he's a musician. He's hiding from his mom. He hasn't told his mom yet that he's a musician, and he's building this rapport with the kids, even though they're terrible musicians. Gets his job and he dies. Right yeah. out of nowhere, he dies, and you're like, oh well, here we go. We saw we kind of saw this in the trailer. I thought that they weren't going to go directly the route of him dying immediately. I didn't know how we were going to get to the soul world like we did yeah. with like the council of Jerry and Terry's, but I like that they did that because it, it explains like, if you're not careful, you can die. Like that's yeah. your lesson kids. And then you just die and then you go into heaven. Well, they don't really say heaven or hell in this much, but yeah, you go up or down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they don't say anything about, where you would go but um they had the escalator and then they had the the lost souls yeah but even the lost souls weren't that bad they were just they were like wayward yeah they could be turned and i liked how you could meditate and you could become a traveler like uh um oh moonwind our boy moonwind the guy from the the progressive commercials flipping his signs around yeah yeah he was moonwing he was probably my favorite character and i think i just because I I watch a ton of Graham Norton on Facebook Watch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. Fantastic. That's where I see him all the time too. And, I, and his man. voice is so distinct, and just seeing him like that. The introduction of him was like Act Two. You know, we were talking about Act One. Act Two is the rescue mission. 
yeah. Joe and 22, they find the the little slip in the fabric of time, and then they have to find Moon Wayne, who's doing, like, seances, and, like, he's all about chakras <laughs> and crystals. He works at, like, East Meets West in the mall. Sell you a tapestry. <laughs> I thought that was good, and then they introduce you to Mr. Mittens, the little cat. It was, it was absolutely fantastic, and just having that aspect, like, the barber scene, the barbershop scene, I thought that that was great with Questlove. Yeah. And I know you're yeah. a Roots guy, so I know you were yeah, all about Questlove. it. Yeah, I love I, I kind of, from, you know, when it brought up kind of, like, the music aspect of it, and at Disney, it's like, you know, hopefully Questlove will be in it, because he's, you know, it's a perfect place for him to be, and it's, yeah. it's you know. Did you ever do you ever see the clip of him on SNL recently with um, Timothy Chalamet? No. Oh, you have to watch it. The, Timothy Chalamet and Pete Davidson are like TikTok rappers, and they're talking. <laughs> they're talking to I think it's Queen Latifah and, but it's not actually Queen Latifah. Somebody from the cast is playing her and Questlove as like the music like moguls, right? <laughs> and they have this song called Yeet. And it's got like 1.4 billion streams, <laughs> and they, those two performing, I've watched it maybe 150 thousand times. Right. Like yeah, it's we- got all those views because of me. But <laughs> Qu- Quest Love is actually a fantastic actor in that situation. Okay. Like he's great. Like I want to see him in more, not just like animation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I mean, he's kind of a an enigma. Like he just does the productions he does his like he used to do like the gj parties where he just dj music and um have you know people over his house i think in florida um but yeah it's just uh he's it's weird that he doesn't he has connections to lauren you know obviously through uh uh, jimmy kimmel or not kimmel fallon uh, fallon so yeah, he could be and, in Taxi too, Taxi Driver too. Yeah, Jimmy really. Alan and Queen Latifah, Fever so, Pitch too. I don't know. Maybe they should. You know, he should be doing a lot more acting than he has been. And hopefully, this is something. And he has a recognizable voice, and when you see, it, like, he's so recognizable in person. Like, I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't have him in something. Yeah, you need to have Quest Love and more stuff. Yeah, it's not like he's hurting for a paycheck, but no. it, it's nice <laughs> to to see him in that, and that kind of like. When when they introduced him, that was when it kind of twisted. Like, Act 1 was, like, a little more, like, laying out the story, and then, boom, you're dead. And that's when it hits you. Act 2 was the happy part. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're finding your purpose. You're trying to get your life back. And then Act 3 was... Yeah, 2 was, like, a romp. It was, like, yeah. you know, the, the body swap. And it was, like, running through New York and ha-ha-ha-ha. But then, like, yeah, things change. Yeah, Act 3 yeah. is super depressing, even more, because 22 thinks she found herself, she gets her past to go to Earth, and then she's like, nope, this isn't it, and then she becomes a wayward soul, and then Joe yeah. has to essentially sacrifice himself for 22, just, like, just seeing that, like, selfless act shows you who Joe was. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was just that moment, like... When 22 is talking to – when 22 is in Joe, right, and he, they're talking to the the kid who's, like, really given up, but she's great at music. Yeah. She just she just doesn't fit that mold. I think that's when 22 finally cracks. It's like, oh, I found my mold. Like, this is what it is. Like, this is yeah. my spark. 
and then Joe sacrifices himself. Did you see that coming? Like, just Joe essentially uh, killing himself again? Yeah, I don't know. Because he's not a... They don't... What I like is they don't depict him as a hero. or, or, or But they don't... It's not even a bad guy. It's just... He just wants to play jazz music and, you know, teach kids in, in school how to, you know, find that one student that is good at it and appreciates music. It's really all he wanted to do. But, like, he wasn't a heroic person. Yeah. You know, he was just a guy uh, who he was, was just like, a normal, everyday guy. Well, you know, a normal guy. He's a product guy. of circumstance. Yeah. And, Had he um, not been looking at his phone, he would have been alive still. Right. It's not like he was, like, a, a child predator and... You know, he wants a second chance. This is a guy who was trying to do good and trying to live his dream. It and it, he kind of has that that vibe of like, this is just I have to do at least the right thing. And yeah. when he sacrifices himself, so it makes sense. But I didn't see it happening. Like you don't see him going on a heroic journey. You yeah. just see him, you know, spending time with somebody, yeah. and because he was told he might have to or whatever. So. Yeah, and then he sacrifices himself, and I'm like, oh, well, here come the credits. But he's given that second chance, which was the happy ending everyone was hoping for. Yeah. yeah. He goes back to this realm, the, the the living plane, and then credits. Like, So we don't know what happened. Did he make it to the show? We don't know what 22 is. Do you think it sets it up for a sequel, Soul 2? Too much yeah. Soul? Yeah, this is um, – there's a lot of space there. They could, you know – they could spend time on earth together. They could, Joe could perform, have that great performance, then pass away. They could give him that because the accountant is just distracted. He's going to want to have to go back and find Joe. Yep. Um, so Joe I love, might... I love the accountant. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it, it was Jermaine Clement, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Was it him? He was in it. Yeah, I think it was Jermaine Clement. Because everybody else was either a Jerry or a Terry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, there's a lot of space there. And and it, it, it they could, sp- you know, in a sequel, they could go a different direction and not be so adult-oriented, and they could steer towards the kids. Because we got to, you know, I, I don't think you need to build the car, like a Cars universe around Soul. No. And have it be... You know, have these morose undertones and, 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 you know, dealing with some deeper things. It could be a happier movie the next time around. But, yeah, I mean, he he goes and uh, he plays with... What's the lady's name? Dorothy Williams. Dorothea Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, has a great concert. That's it. Because he's... You see him already becoming a better person. Like, he spends more time with his family. He spends... So... Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we'll see. There's a chance I, for stuff to, for a second one. First, I would like to call it too much soul. <laughs> Just with the letter, the number two in the front, and then there you go. You have all that. The second thing that I really, really liked um, is that, first of all, Questlove wasn't the barber. I forgot all. I, I'm getting my characters mixed up. Questlove was the ex-student. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnell okay. Roll- Curl- Curl- Rawlings, who I also love, yeah. was uh, Dez, the barber. Yeah, I would love for the sequel to be a crossover of sorts because I want to like get into the Negroni theory a little bit. I see this existing on the same timeline as Up and Inside Out. 
Okay. I don't yeah. think this exists well with Up because I don't think Carl or Russell are into jazz. But I would like <laughs> to see – I would love to see Joe going to – where is it? San Francisco? That's where um, – yeah. The girl the girl lives from up what was her name? Uh Riley. Yeah. I'd like to see him becoming the music teacher at Riley's school okay. and Riley is truly in love with music. And that way you have the inner feelings mingling with the soul. I think that that so, would be a really cool crossover. Inside in the Grony um Pixar universe. Mm-hmm. You have a sub-universe of of who 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 is it again? Uh, John Doctor, right? Pete, Peter Doctor. Peter Doctor. Uh, so you have a sub universe of Peter Doctors. Like uh, it's like a theory inside of a theory. Yeah. <laughs> what what if Riley is actually twenty two? <laughs> All right. right? Twenty two yeah. needed needed a, a body to go into. So twenty two goes yeah. to Riley, and for some reason, Joe is called to riley not in a creepy way because it's disney he's called to her and he mentors her to be the next you know american idol or whatever and wait her boyfriend is andy from toy story (laughs) i just wrote your whole movie yeah too much soul you know what uh and uh toy story fits into this universe a little bit too because that's the peter doctor universe yeah them growing up and not being wanted and um, Andy forgetting about him has that, you know, scary, sad overtones. But, um, yep. yeah, he could also, sit there. He also wrote Monsters, Inc. Oh, really? So maybe if we don't go Riley, although I would love to see, because I love Inside Out, I would maybe she goes, uh, 22 goes into Boo. <laughs> and Boo is now the... You know the music student that Joe needs in what New Orleans, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think that would be fantastic. Speaking of the Grony theory, yeah, I, I, I have no idea how they they fit, um, onward into the into the Grony theory. So I'd have to look into that. But this seems the only place I would see that. What's the other movie that that has a? Uh, oh, um, what's the one? Um, Two is it two ghosts? Two no. ghosts. What's the one about uh the, the 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 little kid tries to find his dad? Two strings. That's not Pixar. Oh, it's not Pixar. What's the other? What's the one? You're about... thinking of Kubo and the Two Strings, right? Yeah, but there's a there's a Pixar one about going to the underworld in Mexico, or oh Coco. Coco, that's it. Um, well, that's my point. Is you see. Not the underworld, but you see uh, some type of, of life after death world. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't match this one. So I wonder how they're going to ratify that. Yeah, I, I don't know if Onward is the beginning of the Negroni theory or the uh, end of the Negroni theory. Yeah. there's And there's so much. Like, I, I don't know what I'm subscribed to on Facebook, like what I like, but I always get like these weird, like, Fan theory is about Up. Carl dies in the beginning of Up, and he's actually like going up to heaven. And I was like, "Don't ruin movies for me. Don't make that's me look at ruin these it. sad movies." That's, it's it's not even a good theory. I mean, I it, these uh, Pixar movies have they they're not um, 
they're not they don't do like they don't reference things it's more blatant you know it's like here are your actual you know personality traits you know personified uh here you know in this case is here are the actual little souls of, of people running around they don't do a lot of like um like behind the scenes of like uh you know the the stages of grief and all that other stuff yeah. it's not that's not what they do so yeah they just throw in like a bunch of easter eggs to other pixar movies and like preface like this is what's coming next because it disney's yeah. been doing that forever uh, hercules for example the the headdress that he's wearing is scar's pelt you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so like they do that and they're like listen we got movies that we're working on now that are coming out in 12 years but get ready this is what's happening so i, I think like the callbacks are cool this was a movie that i was so surprised that it resonated so much with me and i don't i don't think that even if it wasn't too personal i wouldn't have given it a five like i would this is a five out of five 100 for me yeah it's a really good one um like I said, it might not get the traction that a lot of other Pixar movies get because it doesn't have, it doesn't have the toy grabs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the visuals are really amazing. The, the, the weird spatial dimensions that the Jerry's live in are weird, mm-hmm. and hard to like wrap your head around. They're neat. Um, it's all, it, it's, it, it, even though everybody's the same exact, you know, uh, color tone. And almost body shape. There's a lot of like personality in these these things, and yep, it, it, it yeah, it's it's not going to get the traction of like a cars because the toy grab's not not there as much as anything else. But it's really good, really good movie. Yeah, um, ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes right now on uh, the critic score, eighty eight on fan score. I think yeah. this kind of lost a little traction because it came out on Christmas against Wonder Woman. <laughs> Uh, another thing Whoops. to note is is that this is the the first black lead in a Pixar movie, which is important. Okay, yeah. And I'll say that this was the best thing that I saw on Christmas. Well, it's not hard. I watched three movies on Christmas. I watched Wonder Woman. I watched okay. We We Can Be Heroes, the Robert Rodriguez like Shark Girl and Lava Boy story. Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. I I might say is better than Wonder Woman. But and then I watched. Soul. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, okay. and Soul Soul clearly was like a yeah number I think one Soul's beyond for that one. day, and it sucks. It's bad timing, but you know Disney's you know uh, making a lot of money off of that app. Yeah. Um, well, if they want listen, if they wanted to make more money, and I'm no, we got the big game coming up. They should just have a secret commercial that says. We're putting Black Widow on Disney Plus March 9th, my birthday. <laughs> All right. uh, hopefully it goes out. I mean, they don't. There's not a lot of time left, so it got delayed again. Yeah, it was supposed to come out May 7th. It's delayed again indefinitely. Just put it on Disney I, Plus. I don't understand that. It's put made. It, the best thing to do is put it the week between WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm wondering, do you think there is something so good and 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 uh, earth shattering that they think they that it needs to be in theaters? It might be the Taskmaster reveal. Yeah, maybe Taskmaster is somebody we've already seen that's 
bigger in the scheme of things. Maybe Taskmaster's like Loki or something stupid. But I don't I don't know. Uh the time like you said, time is running out. If there's rumors that Yelena is supposed to be in Black Widow or that's gonna be in Hawkeye and Hawkeye is supposed to be in Black Widow, Hawkeye comes out this year. You know, you can't push that too long. And even if it if it could you know, you have Shang Chi, you have Well Spy- you have I also think I wonder if this means nothing timeline wise. It's a prequel. It, well, it's so, in between the wars, Civil and yeah. Infinity. So maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe they maybe. they said well we could, it since it doesn't mean anything timeline wise, it doesn't need to go before or after or anything. It could just go anywhere, yeah, anytime. So might as well just make money off it in the theaters if we ever get that opportunity. I don't think uh, we're going to. They just just release it unless it's like Hawkeye as Taskmaster. Then just release it. That'd be good, but yeah, but you know, we 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 know nothing. They know more than us. That's why Wandavision yeah. is crushing it, and that's why we're reviewing two <laughs> of their products right now. But that's it, man. Let's get out All of right. here. Soul has been reviewed. We'll be back next week with a surprise episode on our next review show. Uh, you can follow us on social media, the Galaxy Wars Podcast, wherever you are on social media. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. If you were on SoundCloud and you're wondering where are you or where are we, go to Anchor. We're on Anchor and we're on so many more podcast directories because of that. So yeah. subscribe to us there. Listen to Active Geek every Monday or every Wednesday and Saturday with Wanda Watch on Saturdays. And yeah, that's it. Here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.